You know, I think any kind of shared experience can help when you're a coach. And we've got a couple guys with experience in it. But in the end, uh, when that ball tips up, it's all about those guys on that court. You know, you got to get them ready, but they got to be able to handle the pressure. Um, they've got to be able to play through adversity. Uh, they've got to be consistent over three days. One thing I always do share with them, there's no more fun in basketball. Well, I say that. There's not much more fun in basketball than winning in St. Louis. And I feel very confident in our team against anyone. Uh, it doesn't matter what school you name, I'm going to be confident in our team. So it really is just a matter of taking care of the ball on our side of the net. You know, when we're passing well, we win the match. It is, there's a direct correlation. So I think for us, the first and most important thing we have to focus on is our health. Um, you need to just use your strengths at their highest level. Well, obviously, if, you, if we look at the Eastern game and then the game they uh, played the day before, that's a 46 nothing victory and a 48-10 victory. So what stands out to you? The impressive offensive numbers. You've got Brady Davis, who's throwing the lights out of the ball. Spencer Schnell is tearing it up as a receiver. Um, and then you've got, obviously, Markel Smith and James Robinson. I think they're the backbone of this offense. You know, injuries can almost always hinder a team season, especially when it happens to your key players. As we- But I really like how you said these young women are stepping up. You know, we have freshmen, sophomores who really didn't see any playing time last year, so it's really they're still kind of like freshmen on the court. There's no question that uh, fans are frustrated, and I'm sure there's people um, in athletics who are frustrated with the way the season ended. I mean, Dan would tell you that he's probably frustrated uh, with the way that the season ended. Um, There is no question that the team fell short of the expectations that it had. Uh, Yeah, there's no question. Dan Muller was brought in here to win basketball games, and and, uh, they should have probably done that a little bit more often than they did this year. Hey everybody, Marcus Grant from NFL Fantasy Live on the NFL Network. Hey, what's going on? This is Mark Grody, the official Chicago Bears sideline reporter from 670 to score and ISU Redbird alum. Hey Redbirds, it's Leah Johnson. This is Mark Shanowski. Now time. Now time. It's now time for your fifth quarter sports talk. It's Will's fifth quarter special. And here's your host, Will Farlow. Welcome into the 39th episode of a sports podcast that captures everything you want to know as the buzzer sounds at the end of any sports game. It's Will Farlow here with you on September 18, 2019, welcoming listeners to the 39th episode of Will's fifth quarter special. I'm your host for this special edition of the fifth quarter sports talk, where we are doing what we do every other episode. It is the Redbird Sports Update, where we cover all things sports on the campus of Illinois State University for the current student, faculty, or alums alike. So today we're talking all things Illinois State University Volleyball and a program that after losing five key players in Jordan Weatherless, Allie Line, Courtney Pence, Lexi Wallen, and Lexi Varga last season to graduation this year, they have a younger team under well-known Missouri State volleyball player and Illinois State Redbird head coach Leah Johnson. They are at a 7-2 record start this year in non-conference play. After a tournament this past weekend, they hosted in their renovated Redbird arena on Doug Collins Court. They took down an upset number 14 ranked Big Ten team U of I in Urbana-Champaign. They also upset UCF. And they moved on to the final in that tournament, and they fell in five sets to number seven ranked Marquette, the seventh best volleyball team in the country. So that was a big tournament statement that team made. Uh, obviously, a younger program on the right track if you're Illinois State. And yes, they did lose to 
Marquette, but high-ranked programs are playing this tight against this early in the year. Sends good signs, not just for them as a team, but to their competitors is what this team can do. And probably make another appearance in the tournament if all things play well throughout their non-conference and conference play. We're going to have an expert here on the show today that will be able to fill us in even more on Illinois State Volleyball. As we always do here on the Redbird Sports Update on Wheels 5th Quarter Special, I'm going to be featuring an interview I did with a WZND news and sports reporter. This specific reporter is very well knowledgeable in Illinois State Volleyball. He also covered one of the games in that tournament, the game Sunday, where the Illinois State Redbirds fell in a close five-set game to number seven ranked Marquette. So I spoke with WZND News and Sports reporter Anthony Ferretti about how this Illinois State Volleyball team is on the right track and just how this team looked in the tournament, especially in that game against Marquette, what he saw that Illinois State did against the University of Illinois, and what this team needs to do to keep continuing strongest. So we're going to talk all things Illinois State Volleyball coming up here. It, here is my interview with WZND News and Sports reporter Anthony Ferretti. Anthony Ferretti, back here on Will's Fifth Quarter Special. And uh, we've had you on before, Anthony. It's good to have you back on the show once again. It's a lot of exciting things going on, it seems like, with Illinois State Volleyball. And we had to find the best volleyball expert we could over at ISU. So first off, how you doing, man? Welcome back. I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, it's obviously nice being back on campus and supporting Redbird Athletics and being back with WZND and TV10. But, yeah, it's nice to be back, and thanks again for uh, having me on the show. Well, hey, it's like, you always, it's like we always talk about on the show, expect the unexpected. We always love good fifth-quarter sports stuff. It doesn't matter who it is. So, it's in those state volleyball. 7-2 start. Got to paint a little bit of a picture here before we go into that, though, Anthony. We lost five key seniors on the Illinois State team last year. Lexi Wallen, Lexi Varga, Courtney Pence, Allie Line, and Jordan Weatherless. They graduated. So they have a new team this year, younger core. Half the team's pretty much redshirt freshmen and sophomores, pretty much. And uh, they have a strong head coach in Leah Johnson. First off, looking at this new roster, new captain in Steph Jankowitz, what do you like about this roster? Um, I like that. We obviously have a young roster and eight of them, and we've seen just in these few tournaments that they've played, especially the one at home, that these freshmen aren't afraid to um, step in and make an impact. So it's always nice to see that. And then obviously with our veterans, it's nice to see them obviously get the chance to step up given the departure of those five key seniors and kind of be the captains and leaders to help propel this team to hopefully – another uh, NCAA tournament run, but also a, uh, I believe, 7-2 and two record to start this season, which is phenomenal for this Redbird program. Yeah, it, considering the way the core is now, newly developed, growing young players, as you said, new veterans coming in, there's one name that really stands out to me. Uh, I was there a few years ago as well as a student among all of you covering this volleyball team, and some of these players were freshmen that are now veterans at the time. Something interesting, though, is going on. They have a new captain. I believe her name is Steph Jankowitz. So kind of tell me a little bit about her and how, uh, as we heard in the U of I ISU broadcast, her sitting in on meetings with Courtney Pence had led her to captaining this 7-2 start team. Yeah, Steph Jankowitz has definitely been a difference maker ever since he stepped on campus. 
got a little bit of playing time her freshman year, and then sophomore year was really when she settled into being that setter role. And then junior year, she's really been stepping up, obviously, is earning this respect from her um, teammates and coaches to make her captain, and she's playing the best that she can. She's playing 37 sets so far, which is basically every set that they've played in. And she's had 31 kills, but more importantly, it's those sets that she's been pretty big on. She's got 378 um, sets, which is just about 10 sets um, per set, which is um, pretty good um, given that they've played a lot of sets so far this season. Yeah, it's like I've actually said on the show the last few times we've talked to Illinois State Volleyball here on Will Smith Quarter Special. I see the setter in volleyball as the quarterback of a volleyball team. What a great quarterback for that volleyball team they have in Illinois State and Stephanie Wood. But before we get into the tournament talk, we know you covered the ISU Marquette game. We're going to get to that here in just a second. But what young players on this freshman young core Illinois State features among some of those veterans, which ones are standing out to you right now so far? I think in the tournament, one of the freshmen that stood out to me was Sarah Kushner. She is one of the incoming outside hitters that has uh, been pairing well with uh, Sydney Holden from the game that I called. She definitely made an impact on the court to help get the Redbirds to where they are. She had 15 kills and one block um, in the heartbreak of Austin Marquette, but she definitely played a strong game. And Sydney Holden had eight kills as a junior, so it's definitely shown you that Sarah Kushner can definitely compete with the experienced outside hitters on the Redbird squad. And it sounds like I just looked at it too a little bit before the, the we were talking here. It sounds like even some of these other freshmen are fitting in well, especially in these big games. And we're going to get into that tournament talk right now. The Redbird Classic rolled around again this past weekend, like it does every season for the Illinois State Volleyball team. But it's in a new, excitingly renovated Redbird Arena on Doug Collins Court. ICU started it by hosting a team not too far, almost another battle for I-74, but with uh, the University of Illinois fighting Illini, the 14th ranked in the country. ICU took them down in a good set matches of volleyball. What was that like to start the way they went in the tournament to upset U of I like that? That is definitely a uh, huge way to begin the tournament and begin their uh, 2019 season at home. Um, Coach Johnson and them were saying during the press conference a couple of days before the tournament that, you know, they want to beat these teams, especially U of I. And both teams are hungry to beat each other, U of I being the 14th best team in the nation in Illinois State, kind of facing that adversity, being a major school um, in the Missouri Valley. So it was huge for them to get that win against the ranked opponent kind of put Illinois State once again on the map and showing the NCAA committee that they can compete with some of the top 25 teams in the nation. And they took down UCF right after that, but then they go into the game you called. Had to be just as exciting as it can be at this point, not just for you and everyone else calling that game, covering it, but the fans as well. I'm sure that was the case. They lost, though, and probably what has to be, I'm sure you can agree, in a five-set game of volleyball. Now, in five sets, obviously, that's a good close game of volleyball. That's like the fifth set, the OT you see in basketball. 
you said there were some interesting ties that took place. I know I was watching the game, but you called it, man. What was it like from set one to probably the most incredible fifth set IC volleyball we'll be talking about for years against Marquette? What's that like? Yeah, it was definitely an interesting game to call and probably goes down as one of the best games that um, I call just being there, the atmosphere uh, was amazing. And the first set basically went how you would expect it to against the uh, number seven team in the nation. Redbirds kind of struggled to get a bit to get their rhythm going, even though they lost 25-21 in the first set. They were kind of just able to take that set and see what Marquette's doing that they could kind of adapt to. And then in the second and third set, they were able to have a strong performance, winning 25-18 in both of those sets. And then the fourth set, that's when Illinois State could hopefully try and close it out. And, you know, I was excited that they could probably do it, but obviously there was a lot of volleyball left to be played. Marquette was able to tie the match at two sets apiece, winning 25-16. And then going into that fifth set was um, – it was crazy. It was insane. If we look at the amount of tied scores, they had 17 – ties throughout the entire game and eight of those uh, were in that final set and it was just amazing Redbirds were down I believe it was 14 and nine and I was thinking probably most of the fans were thinking it's over you know since it's the fifth set we played a 15 so Marquette is probably going to take this one and then Katie Weimer skirts freshman stepping up to serve and with the help of the other five Redbirds on the court, they were able to not only close the gap, but actually tie the game at 14, which was just insane. And then Redbirds were able to go up 15-14, and then they were pointing away while Marquette was able to tie it thanks to their outside hitters. And that just kept going on with points 16, 17, 18, and 19. They finally tied it at 19, and Basically, at that point, you're almost like you're like six points away from playing a full five-set game, and then Marquette was um, able to pull out with that victory, winning 21-19. And you could just see the devastation on both the players and coaches' faces. You know that they were basically um, one point away from upsetting the seventh-best team in the nation and most likely being a ranked team in the NCAA. And I just can't even imagine what they were going through, you know, to play as hard as they did and come up one point short. So one final question. We don't want to keep here too long, Anthony. This team obviously is taking some big bright spots from that if you're Illinois State. Good young core. Obviously, if you're the Missouri Valley teams, conference play is not too far away. ISU just put a big statement for themselves, as you mentioned, trying to – sell themselves to NCAA uh, people that, you know, do the voting and deciding what teams are in that tournament for the volleyball uh, programs that are lucky enough to be in it every year for NCAA volleyball uh, tournaments as they go. If you're ISU, you're going into your next tournament, Buckeye Invitational, starting with Ohio State, then Miami, Ohio, and Dayton. Two early games there I just checked Friday morning, then a Friday evening and a Saturday morning game. Conference play is not that far away, just a few weeks or so. But my question for you is, Anthony, after that tournament, what kind of trend can this set in a positive direction continuing for this Illinois State volleyball team? 
Well, I think it definitely shows that there's a bright future for Redbird volleyball all around for them with all their players and coaches. And I think the mindset going into that tournament is to just not do anything different and keep playing the volleyball that they've been playing. Obviously, the Redbird Classic was a huge tournament for them, and they were able to play some ranked opponents and keep up with them. So obviously, they don't need to change too much because the volleyball that they've been playing has been able to um, keep up and take the lead and beat some of those um, top teams in the nation. So I think if they can just be uh, themselves and stay focused and stay determined and they can move the ball around to their outside hitters and get things going, I think it'll be another strong tournament for the Redbirds. We hope it continues strongly for Illinois State Volleyball. Anthony, thank you for your time. Anthony Ferretti, strong insight on Illinois State Volleyball. Keep up the good work over at WZND calling ISU Athletics, and I know you're going to say it, but I'm going to let you say it, man. Uh, first, just great having you back on the show, man. Thanks again. Yeah, my pleasure. It's always nice being back on the show and talking uh, with one of the first people that I met at Z&D and since then have become um, best friends with. So it's always nice coming uh, back on the show. So uh, thanks again for having me, Will, and uh, go you Redbirds. That was some great insight by WZND News and Sports reporter Anthony Ferretti. Obviously, a lot of good things going right so far for this Illinois State Volleyball team, as we mentioned, losing five key seniors last year, but still a very strong young program they are featuring in Central Illinois over in Bloomington Normal. So we're going to head into the favorite part of the show everyone enjoys. It's Will's Sports Movie Moment. We all have our favorite moments, not just in the sports we watch, but in our own favorite sports movies. This segment gives myself my guest co-host, and our listeners at home a chance to pick their favorite moment from their favorite sports movie and comparing it to modern-day sports. Listeners can now hop onto the podcast Facebook and Twitter page and post their own sports movie moment favorite for a chance to have it read and featured on future Will's fifth quarter special episodes. So my choice for today is going to be volleyball-related. It is about a high school volleyball team. It's a movie that came out a few years ago. Now, when I mention the circumstances of the similarities, it's going to be a bit different, but it still matches up well with comparing to the Illinois State volleyball team where this team is at currently at Illinois State. The movie is called The Miracle Season. It is based off a true story. As I mentioned, it's high school volleyball based about a high school team in Iowa, and this team just won a national championship as the movie starts, and they had players leave as well, and they have a new captain named Caroline Fountain. They call their line as a nickname. You know, every athlete has their own nickname given to them by their teammates. And she sadly dies, you know, when she drove her moped and got hit by a car. So that was a very sad thing for this team, tragic loss uh, to that town, the team itself, and the school. So, you know, it goes to the movie where they're grieving. You know, obviously people grieve differently, and the team still has to keep playing. This happened right before their season started after their first game. So they're trying to figure out what to do, and Caroline's best friend ends up trying out for setter because the coach is like hey we need a new setter to take over Caroline's spot the setter in volleyball is basically as I put in my own words on this show the quarterback of the volleyball team you know sets up the passes to go over sets up the spikes the kills all that stuff the attacks everything volleyball offensively and defensively so uh, Caroline's best friend became the new setter and it kind of goes through how this team just faces adversity and uh, they end up winning another title and a state championship so it's just a true story based in the movie where you know like i said a team that faces confidence adversity and does whatever it takes and you compare it to this illinois state volleyball team they didn't have a player that sadly was tragically lost like caroline found but they did lose 
as similar in the movie, a key set of player or players to their roster. So they had to obviously move on after those five players graduated. Allie Line, Lexi Wall, and Lexi Varga, Courtney Pence, and Jordan Weatherless, And they brought in still key players in Kaylee Martin, Carly Nicholson, Alyssa Kronberg, and Sidney Holt, along with Steph Jankowitz and Kendall Meyer. So they brought in some new players this year, redshirt freshmen, sophomores, transfers. You always have good you can always find good transfer players in college athletics uh, to add to your program along with freshmen, and Illinois State has done that. Good recruiting by Leah Johnson the last few years has really paid off for this team. 7-2 and two start. The way they played that tournament was just incredible, and I think this movie relates really well to what Illinois State's team looks like. They always fight for their points each set, each start of a match to the end. This team has confidence, and can't wait to see what they continue to do moving forward. I had the pleasure to, as a student over at WZND not too long ago in Illinois State, watch this team and cover them the last few years before I graduated last year. This team looks really good, guys. And if you haven't seen this movie, The Miracle Season, you definitely want to check it out if you like good sports movies based on true stories. That is all the time we have in episode 39 of Will's Fifth Quarter Special. Tune in next time for more collegiate and professional sports talk from the Chicago White Sox to the Chicago Cubs to the Bulls and the Bears to all things NCAA football, basketball, and so forth, along with Illinois State Redbird sports updates as they move forward. So we're going to cover all those things, sports, as things continue to unfold. So we want to thank WZND News and Sports reporter Anthony Ferretti for coming back on the show today as our guest appearance in this special edition of the Redbird Sports Update here on Will's Fifth Quarter Special. He is a friend and supporter of the show. Anthony, we wish you nothing but the best of luck moving forward. Keep up the good work and uh, continue to shout out over at WZND to that news and sports department and their sports show, The Red Zone. When the fourth quarter buzzer sounds, turn to us for your fifth quarter sports talk. I'm your host, Will Farrell, along with WZND news and sports reporter Anthony Ferretti saying so long from Will's Fifth Quarter Special. To continue to hear your fifth quarter sports talk, you can check out all of Will's fifth quarter specials. Go to WilliamDFarlow.com. Join the sports convo and share your opinions on all things sports on Twitter at WilliamDFarlow and use the hashtag Will's fifth quarter special. The fifth quarter never stops here at Will's fifth quarter special.